This is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Last week on the live. We're going to get to see some movies that we wouldn't normally watch. I don't think anyone here has ever seen Geely. No, I haven't. I've avoided it. I've heard stories. (laughs) We watched some YouTube. Oh, like the director don't even like it. <laughs> no, no, he don't even like your grammar either. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never even watched yeah. the YouTube on it. Can we edit that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Patagonian toothfish. Was that arousing? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'm aroused. I'm Nico. Fully erect. <laughs> and Cartoon Joe! <laughs> and Frozen Squid. Wow. Seamless wow, as always. <laughs> 105 episodes in. You'd think we'd never done that before. <laughs> I... 205 episodes in, I don't think we've ever done it better. <laughs> no, I'm proud. You're probably right. I'm really was proud. That, was, was that Patagonian toothfish I heard? Indeed it was, me old cock. <laughs> and long, long may ear. your big jib jaw. <laughs> Damp straight. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, gentlemen, how are you this evening? I feel like I'm in the foxhole of a tramp steamer. <laughs> oh. you, ever seen that, you ever seen that video? It sounds like no. something from a Key and Peele skit, but reenacting no, Obama. A, no, it's a, a uh, it's a, it's like a 1980s uh, post Bears game, um, and some local Chicago sports guy was doing like a 
like Jim in the streets. And the very rowdy Chicago crowd was behind him, and they were trying to, they were, like, yelling over him and everything. And they said, "How like, how's it going down there, Jim? And he, he said, I feel like I'm in the forecastle of a tramp steamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on YouTube. It's, it's I oh. will, uh, I'll, I'll share it with you guys here as soon as I get a chance. It was, it's one of my favorite YouTube clips. I'd be disappointed. If it's also a really great way to answer someone when they say, hey, how you doing? Just really indignantly. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the forecastle of a tramp steamer. Are you saying the word tramp steamer? Yeah. My favorite thing about it is you, you got to say it with that uh, transatlantic accent. Uh, like you're speaking through one of those old timey mics. <laughs> well, you're just doing it a disservice if you do it any other way. That's oh, no, true. absolutely. Oh, man, we get some bracket updates. Since it is, since, by the way, uh, March Madness has started. Um, Indeed. I hope you have your, Quasi. I hope you have your bracket <laughs> filled out. Well, we're getting to the 64. That's just the, the first yeah. four. The, well, it actually starts you tomorrow. Still, you can still fill out an ESPN bracket until this evening because the yeah. real games don't start until tomorrow. So, so there's that. Noted. Waiting for my, uh, waiting for my Butler Bulldogs to beat the Purdue Boilermakers in the second round. That's a Raider. That's an adrenaline-filled matchup. <laughs> Remember when Butler went to the championship game two years in a row? Yeah, with Whitey McWhiterson and and, the old that, and that bowl cut that coaches the Celtics. Tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's no. That's that's about it. Dude almost actually beat Duke. It just ran out. Yeah. The mighty We've all been there before. Butler Bulldogs. That'll be a clash of white men today. Or whenever they met, whenever they square off. <laughs> a it's clash like, of white men. Yep, it's like Harry <laughs> Hamlin and that robotic owl. It's like a bunch of Civil War reenactors. <laughs> right. Who is that comedian? Is it is it Bill Burr that does the basketball bit? Is anybody I think so. about? Okay, well, it's so, look up Bill Burr. He has a, I think it's him that does a skit where he's talking about narr- like he's like uh, narrating a basketball game. Oh, there's a lot of talk about white guy this and fundamental that, and it's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> you have the leisure. Look it up. I'll try to find it. I I'll think it's Bill it Burr. Too. Oh, white guy. Cool. Well, speaking of, how about them brackets? Uh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna. Let's, <laughs> I, let's, I, let's, I predicted some upsets uh, last week. And, I'd like to see and, if and I was accurate. Fully work ghost chips and murder. Before you fill it out, are, do you do you want to either take your head out of the bathtub, or do you want to toggle the old fucking rabbit ears on your microphone? Mm. And what am I like? What what am, what am I? In can he can he do both? It's like half Matrix, half um, like you're sitting on the remote control and the volume is just going up and down as you shift your weight. Here's here's my problem. I'm in I'm in a I'm in internet purgatory land. Sounds Mm. like it. So I'm I'm doing the best I can. What happened to either one of? I thought you had your uh, your local internet all dialed and tweaked. So did I. We tried. Comcast so, strikes again. 
Yeah. If any one of you guys would rather read the results so it maybe it comes through better, that's fine with me as well. No, I think it's funnier if I if I get the occasional drop syllable. So you you carry on. Okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> I could right, also so, probably so are we are we counting the drop syllables like the syllables added by our beloved uh caretaker of this bracket, Drew Dave? Yes, yes. Uh, you have the choice, <laughs> listeners, to vote for either our version of the show title or the uh, consonant yeah. random generator that our, <laughs> yeah, or our Dave editor, the Dave the Fish, likes to throw in there. So. Bless him for doing all of the legwork for this so we don't have to. Yeah, right? Appreciate was... your effort. Um, we'll mock you regardless, but we appreciate yes. you to the end of the moon and back. You it was so funny. brother. Not anybody else's. So I thought I, it was I can... so funny that he texted Joe and I instead. Before Nick, before you said anything about the formatting of the polls, a day before, maybe two days before, I don't know, he texted Joe and I and said, if Nick says anything about the way I did the brackets, tell him to bite the back half of my ball sack. <laughs> that wasn't in response well, to my criticism? Nope. No, that was that, that was, was like that was three response. <laughs> He's he on it. Well. He knew. <laughs> yeah, he knew that you were gonna say this fucking jabroni. Look how he did the polls. <laughs> fucking guilty conscience, ahead. that turd. <laughs> he, he went ahead two days early and said, "Tell Nick to bite the back half of my ball sack." <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got to be in tune with the force recently. <laughs> Good for him. It's uh, yeah. Speaking he's of bad like, holy work. He's, you know what? I'm not even going to update the polls. Something's won, something's not. We'll post new polls on this on the thing. I, I don't even want to do it now. I, I want to just talk about Jew Dave for a second. Okay. Uh, carry on. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm trying to... You just said he's been in tune with the Force lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to draw some sort of parallel. Like, he's in tune with the Force, like... Skippy the droid. Like Luke was for 20 years? No, because he's not that in tune with the Force. Neither was, was Luke. Talk, I think he was talking about the exile. Oh, like... Like, <laughs> like I cut myself like, off from the Force. Oh, right. Yes. That's... Well, let's go around, let's go around the table, and, and who's got their Dave's in tune with the Force like? Mm. Anybody want to go first? Oh, man. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I was going to... To say, I was going to say, like, Han Solo is in tune with the Force. He knows the Force is a thing. But. But. <laughs> that's that's what I was saying. All right, that's pretty solid. Um, I, I need a minute to process here. Like when Jar Jar gives executive power to Palpatine. That exact moment. That's the amount of in tune with the Force. Mm-hmm. It's very specific, but I think it's apt. Yeah, but Jar Jar was a Sith Lord. Well, that's unconfirmed, but we, we all well, know deep down. Well, so am true. I, but... <laughs> Joe's... Joe, the unconfirmed. That's so funny. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, a young Maz Kanata. <laughs> I was, I was going to originally say Maz Kanata because she's she's like she's force sensitive obviously to an extent yeah but right. that's it like if I have alcohol 
and some like and fresh fish, I break out in hives. I'm semi sensitive to that. You say alcohol and mint fresh fish? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I think that's something that we could all really kind of empathize with, right? The two guys calling the basketball game I'm watching right now are Ian Eagle and Ian Jim, Eagle. Sp- Jim Spinarkle. That's a killer tandem. The, uh, the I don't like Eagle that nearly as much was... as the fact as uh, Chastity Clements is playing for one of the teams. <laughs> it's hey, uh, Virtue awesome. Valhalla or whatever his name was. Pascal Chukwu. <laughs> that's that's probably close enough. What What's so meta about Ian Eagle is that his name was Ian. <laughs> All adolescence. Huh? Yeah. Just got tired of it, though. Well, the problem was he was getting really well, no, upset a, about all of the people that were confusing him with the starship, the Ion Eagle. So he just decided oh, to yeah. take it and run with it. Or that Lewis Gossett Jr. movie. Yeah, Iron he's a Eagle. big. He's a, you, you didn't even get my Jason Gedrick <laughs> meta humor. Fuck off. He tried really hard. And I apologize. I did. I I really worked to work. The get fault that wasn't yours. Build. I'll take a little bit of the blame there. Seriously, though, can we talk about Jim Spinarkle? <laughs> Please, go on. They're, and they're actually really good at, at calling basketball games, which is, I guess, ironic. Like, I, I have to rewind it to make sure I read his last name correctly. So hold on a second. Well, you are notoriously effective at reading last names. Right. It's not even sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds sarcastic because of your tone, but... Hello, but everybody. I'm son. Iron Eagle here. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Iron Eagle here with Jim Spinarkle, and then he has to laugh, right? Yeah. Right. Cut the mics really quick, like five seconds, and go. It's It's got to be Jim. It's It has to be Spinarkle. I don't know how else you'd say it. <laughs> is is Paschal Chukwu really the – is that really the most off-the-wall name of that starting lineup? No, so I think I think I think Kodiak Justice is probably well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kodiak probably Justice going to be the winner. That was my favorite <laughs> Western no, no. growing up. Not Merrick Dolajaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! God, that's pretty strong. <laughs> it's all like shitty D and D character names. Speaking of Dave, I'm keeping this picture if only for like specifically for like off the cuff D and D character names, just in case you guys were wondering. Kodiak Justice, fucking outstanding. Number forty four. Do Dave drink a half a bottle of gas station wine and then just roll D and D basketball lineups? <laughs> Like wine he bought at the gas station or that was like brewed and made there? Uh, Purchased. Purchased, okay. You mean it's not... Who should be my maid? Well, that sounds more like a monk. It's not Merrick Dolajaz. (laughs) Merrick Dolajaz. And then there's a guy whose name's like Frank Wade. (laughs) (laughs) Tyus Battle is the name of my fucking fighter that I've worked on for the last right, few that's, years. That's your, that's your warrior. Hello, yeah, I'm Shannon fun. Evans the second. Oh my god. 
That's fun. It's just fun. Merrick Dolajaz. Oh, oh, I love fuck. sports. I haven't laughed like that in a long time. Construction noises, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. You haven't laughed like that in almost a week. <laughs> uh, Duke Marriott Buckshed. Uh, the Joe Biden Chronicles. Uh, God, Donkey I, teeth. That that uh, oh, I listened to that on playback, and I thought we th- I thought we might have actually lost Ryan. Nope. At that point, I thought he actually might have, have given himself some sort of asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> fucking funny, man. You guys are fucking funny. Oh, man. Thank you. It's the giggles. Seems so how about them brackets? Do we, uh... Yeah, I'll update real quick here. Um, All right. In, in, in work ghost ships and murder, it looks as if uh, the number one seed, the colonel got his gun one. Hopefully better. Uh... uh The uh, uh, seed punch a cop. The MPW takeover one beat my vote. Uh, Suge Knight, Paul Star, and the Peanut Butter Wars. That was just <laughs> poorly seated. I think they got a bad um, draw at fifteen. Uh, the three seed beat the fourteen. Not uh, Rise of Time Lord in this episode because of it. <laughs> Suferes. 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 Rise of Suferes because of it. Carl Charleston, we apologize ahead of time. One. The seven seed, which could take the bracket. The mediocre adventure of Illinois Smith won. Joe's bracket's just straight chalk. It really is. The yep. six beat the 11, the eight beat the nine. Uh, there you go. Um, the 12 and five are currently tied. 12 and five are tied, so I'm just going to go ahead and call it uh, double gym. When you accidentally a whole series beat a double gym. Uh, the 12 well, actually, the actually, we could leave the voting until this show actually goes live. I guess we could leave it until it goes live. As of now, that's where we're at. How about that? I like that that's idea. Fine. There's no reason. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Eight bit Leviathan. Whoop whoop. Oh, oh. Um, the factor of four. Mm-hmm. Uh, final four. Mason Storm uh, beat Slavic Baldwin. <laughs> Chief, Chief Reef Grease beat Turn of the Century. Well, Preston yeah, Cullery. I did. Yeah, I did. Modesty Sock beat So You Think You Could Wrangle. Yeah. Uh, Damon, Damon Lindelof's four play dice beat No Good Porn Here. It's a tough bracket. It's a good bracket. Very conservative twerk. Economy stick. <laughs> the Inland Hurricanes beat Chill Beasts and Where to Find Them. They beat Chili Beasts? Oh, man. We currently, right now, have a uh, 15 beating a 2. Ooh. Wow. Solid contact height is beating Tolstoy soldiers. Man. Ooh. All right. Some I think that was a low them. seed for the contact hypo. That's fair. That's fair. And we I, have, I, might a, have, I might have had too soft of a spot. Tolstoy soldiers played a week out of conference schedule. I might have, I might have given them a bit of a higher ranking. <laughs> and then we've got an 11 beating a 6. Uh, burning pube side is beating hashtag Calhounian. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they didn't listen to our 
Senate debate episode, it probably doesn't ring as true. So that's fair. Uh, uh, in in the one cock ring, uh, threes beating a fourteen. How Tim Burton did Superman is beating Revenge of the Blumberg. Okay. Uh, one's beating the sixteen. Uh, a bad cause, bad cosplay under boob wax. Naturally. Uh, we got another fifteen. I called this one. I called this one on the show. Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Greyjoy is beating Silent Judgment Irish Club Edition. Uh, uh, yep, I knew yeah. that song. Uh, Ooh. The Joe Biden Christmas is beating Nick Fury and the Attempted Raven. Uh, we got a four, four beating a 13. Apple with Bear Glove is beating formerly two and a half psychics. Uh, six, I voted for two and a half psychics. Yeah. Six is beating 11. The Arkansas Round State incident is beating the Ballad of Skynet and Stupid Tom. <laughs> uh, um... I understand, but I disapprove. Agreed. <laughs> uh, currently, well-met cactus is beating where octo koalapus. Well-met. I could go either way there. Well and uh, the auto-magical journey with mixed love is beating Jason and Izzy unveiled mysteries of Tepanglin. T-E-H. Tepanglin. Classic internet. Classic thing. Yep. Oh. Uh, and then Brandon Frazier's box office. Uh, Misspelled Frazier. Yeah. Pop Drop and Lock D is beating Jurassic Park. Also, also Brandon. Right. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon Frazier played for, I think. <laughs> Brandon Frazier. He, like he was a Houston oil. The lesser known Frazier. <laughs> right. Well, he's, right. There's Kelsey Grammer's Frazier and then Niles and then Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> disinherited because of he his drug habits. To, to pursue his art. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, was, he was one of those stand still on the street corner painted silver kind of guy. Yeah, the Vegas. <laughs> yep. Stuff a dollar in my his brother. Guy. Yep. <laughs> Boss Hog the Defiler is beating British Punch Face. Naturally. I really, I really want Boss Hog the Defiler. To the just go all the way. That one just makes me smile. <laughs> Uh, tune in That's for so mayonnaise. Funny man, that is so fucking funny. Tune Ugh. in for mayonnaise is winning. Um, mayonnaise. Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Biden, vampire hunter is beating <laughs> Joe Buck. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there's two S's. I'm just saying. Mayonnaise. <laughs> God. Uh, Lick Merge in Arsh is beating the Rampage Jackson Hour. Ah, boo. <laughs> Steel <laughs> Goose is beating Avatar of Poor Man's Shelley Long. Uh, um, it looks as if uh, we got a 7 beating a 10 right now. Uh, New York number one superfood is beating Enter Shadowcaster Harbinger of Glitch. And the 2 is beating the 15. Richard Marks Magic Group is beating Billy Zane. We salute you. Huh. Strong so, first right. week. Mm-hmm. Those are decent. Got a little, are... little early upsets. Well, continue to vote, people, because you know what voting else matters. Well, oh, yeah, voting matters. Otherwise, you end up with yeah. You know, we we will not a dream sickle in the pops. Who shall not be named? <laughs> right. Don't insult dream sickles like that, guys. Touche. Yeah. Or Voldemort. I, I regretted it after I like started it. So. Or Voldemort. 
<laughs> Did you ever see that thing I shared on Facebook where it was Poppy does impressions? Yes. <laughs> my favorite one Vroom. of those is my favorite. Well, Vroom is good, but I also love when it's, she's impersonating Harry Potter and she stares at the camera for about eight seconds and she says, Voldemort. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, Voldemort. What's the deal with so, homework? You're not working on your home. Vroom. Uh, we do have a guest tonight. If you're a if you're a movie podcast network listener, you will you will know who he is. He is one of the co-hosts on the Retro Movie Geek. Uh, we we have Daryl coming on as soon as uh, uh, as soon as he follows the link I just sent him to this to this voice chat. So until he shows up, guys, we can just keep talking. Hey, what's your uh, thoughts on Reba McIntyre as an Infernal? Like it? Love eh? it. As a what? As an Infernal? Yeah, as yeah. an Infernal. Yeah, as... Yeah. as like she's a, a denizen of hell? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, that, that tracks. No, wait. Infernal is the hells. Yes, you are right. Yes. Rebar Infernal, I think, is a sweet-ass band name. Oh, yeah. Um, which is all I heard you say. But... Rebar Infernal. Uh, I think I care for it exactly as much as I did for every other person who was the colonel before her, and that is I don't. Wait, Reba McIntyre is the new Colonel Sanders? For, yes. Yeah, for the current run of ads for uh, KFC. They're really reaching to the backbench of stars, aren't they? If it's not if it's not old Heartland, Harland, it it's then I don't care. I didn't mind Ooh. when it was Norm McDonald, but. Who's old, old, old Hartland? Old Harlan Sanders, the the actual colonel. Oh. You know, Mister Sit Down Gun, <laughs> the pugilist, Mister Sit Down Gun himself. Just, speaking of the pugilist, I just I watched the uh, Young Guns and Young Guns Two marathon last night on AMC. Yeah. I saw. I saw it was on, but fuck commercials. So uh, speaking of uh, guns, kind of related, but not really. Um, I also heard that they were making a Top Gun sequel. Talk about oh, movies yeah, that are. don't need to be made. Well, nobody I, was. Nobody was looking forward to that. Nobody. Hey, was, I. I think no? it's. A, I think it's a disguise. It's a. Uh, it's a misdirection. Uh, uh, he's actually just Hal Jordan actually just the Green Lantern who was an Air Force pilot mm. and so they're making you think it's a Top Gun sequel and they're going to say nope he's the new Green Lantern yeah why Why was that well that's that's inverted equally, we filmed it, equally disappointing we filmed it right under your nose oh, oh look at them well, we got away with it because it's 99% special effects is that really a thing? I, I'm I'm out of the loop, and I try to ignore you when you talk about Tom Cruise. Is that really a thing? Both of those things it, are a thing. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try and revitalize Green Lantern, and which, top, which and we did know starring, was coming. starring Tom Cruise. But why? 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 Because DC because Scientology know. hasn't gotten enough hits lately. God, no, but they have their own TV show now. TV That's what I channel. heard. They're a whole new channel. It's there's a whole channel for it now? Yep, it's all pro-Scientology stuff produced and put out by Scientology. Naturally. It's like Twitch, but actually Twitchy. 
Right, induces spasms. <laughs> that was funny. Admittedly, I'm mildly interested in the next Mission Impossible that's coming out, but has Hollywood not realized that Tom Cruise has gone the way of Mel Gibson? Are they just going to keep throwing giant roles? Violent anti-Semitism? Mm, yeah, and, and violent faceplant failure at the box office. Ah. What are you talking about? He was in, uh, like, a daddy issue. Oh, he was in The Mummy, and that was a great success. Tom Cruise was? Yeah, he was the titular character in the... No, wrong. He was the lead <laughs> character in The Mummy. But he also the titular character. Titulars. Yep. He uh they they Speaking tried to Brendan Fraser. They tried to launch the universal monster franchise yeah. like the universe. And they were launching it with the mummy starring Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll. And it fucking bombed and they got and a the whole one movie and the banding entire yep. project. But Classic. this was this was but this was after they did um, uh, the like, massive like fucking ha- Javier Bardem was going to be Doctor Frankenstein, and uh, you know this person was supposed to be uh, Johnny Depp was the Invisible Man, and they had cast the Bride of Frankenstein and Van Helsing and everything, and then uh, it just fell on its ass, fell to shit immediately. Classic. Yep. Well done, Universal. You've made us all proud. So now, now Marvel wants to get a little piece of it. Not Marvel I, or DC. DC, I, I'm sorry. I think my favorite. I think back. my favorite part. I saw a meme today, and it was uh, preparing for a DC movie, and it showed them working out. And then it said preparing for a Marvel movie, and it showed like Brie Larson sitting on the couch reading a Miss Marvel or a Captain Marvel comic book. And it showed, <laughs> like, it showed. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Bandicoot, Snatch reading Doctor <laughs> Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't like Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan, what do you think? Fucking, you're not gonna like Hawk Tom Cruise. Hawk yeah. Tom Cruise is gonna do for you. I didn't have, you know, I I didn't have a problem with Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. I had a problem with the rest of the movie. It was just a bad movie, but I'm saying, yeah, was, if he by the way, and make it, M- Moises Chukwu from Syracuse yeah, yeah, has the score. No, for like a seven foot two back to the basket big man, mm-hmm. he's got the smallest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> Seriously. My legs, like he has, like he does not do leg day. He's like, like no, I don't do. That's leg not day. his thing. No, not about. But it. I'm also looking at him. He also doesn't do arm day. So I don't know. <laughs> he just, he just doesn't have days, you know. He just, he just has tall days. He just works in his cardio. Great, weird. Like a Great Dane. I'm glad I'm not watching any of that game. Yeah. Orleans Jamiroquois. Orleans Jamiroquois? Yes. The NCAA basketball tournament is great people watching and name watching. I believe that. So I've talked about Tom Cruise about as much as I'm willing to do on this episode. What else do we have? Uh, Uh, Daryl's on on his way. He's getting ready to join the voice chat. 
Yeah. Okie dokie. You gotta, so talk, so you gotta help me. Con- other inferior DC products. You gotta help me convince him uh, to do only the strong with Mark Cascos for Retro Movie Geek. All right, I will do. I will. I will upsell. We just watched a. We we watched a, a movie I hadn't seen in a long time. The cool thing about Retro Movie Geek is they only do movies um, that are like twenty years old or older. So uh, right in my wheelhouse. Um, oh, hey, that's what I'm getting at. They're right. It's right. I think we we talked about. Uh, the next time I come on, I think we're going to do Lionheart. Nice. Damn. Oh, yeah. What would be a fun game is um, chopping up plot lines of like the four or five Van Damme movies he did in 12 months there in that stretch and see if you can actually match a character name or a plot development with an actual movie because they're all the fucking same. Well, uh, was Lion Sport or Lion Sport? Well, Lion Sport. Yep. Yeah. Lion Sport and, was yeah. decent. And Bloodheart. Yeah. You had Bloodheart. You had the one on the. You had the one where he was on a motorcycle. You had, you had the one where he's boxing with fucking broken glass on his gloves. Bloodsport. Uh, uh, was it? I don't know. You I had know. the one with Dennis Rodman. Time Cup. <laughs> Time Cup. <laughs> I mean, they were <laughs> double team. Yes. God damn it, Van Damme. That's I think he's been in more movies he played himself and then evil himself than any <laughs> other actor. Universal Soldier, The Revenge. He was in yeah, Double Impact. Double yeah, Team. Double Impact. Double Team? Double yeah, Double Trouble. Uh, yeah, Boy, Kickboxer, Kickboxer 2. Kickpuncher. Kick puncher. Just kidding. It's good community <laughs> reference. <laughs> Daryl, you there, buddy? Vengeance. I, I think I finally figured the damn thing out. I did. How it's it's been a couple days since we chatted. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I was We're, just telling my uh, diving deep into the Jean Claude Van Damme songbook real quick. What? Uh, six <laughs> bullets. What? Give me some of eyes. Turn in your hymnals to. <laughs> give me some Jean Claude Van Damme character names, and I'll try to tell you the movie. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. Well, you know Frank Dukes. That's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he was in. Kickpuncher. Uh, yeah, lion, lion boxer. Uh, Kodiak Justice. Right, my guy. Kodiak, Kodiak Justice is clearly a Steven Seagal movie. It is. You can also play that game. With <laughs> Interchangeable character names. Uh, Eddie Lomax. Eddie Lomax is Cyborg. No. Oh, good, good. Daryl, I'm trying to convince. I'm I'm trying to uh, convince Nick to help me convince you at Retro Movie Geek to do Mark Dacascos' Only the Strong. Oh, I because I, I think I think Urban Capoeira is something everybody should get behind. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah, I know. I do it all the time. It's amazing. Who doesn't these days? You know, it's cardio. Exactly. It's good core training. Um, it, it runs off any ponytailed ethnic folks that happen to be giving you a hard time. Sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. <laughs> so, um, 
one, by one the thing, way, I, Van Damme's character in Time Cop is just called Walker. <laughs> Ooh, that's a fresh new voice and name. That's Walker so... Time Cop doesn't have the same ring to it as Walker Texas Ranger. That's all I'm oh, saying. No, that's true. Although the next time I check into a hotel, you know for <laughs> sure I'm Walker Time Cop. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I, I got to throw this in there. His his character in Cyborg, uh, Gibson Rickenbacker. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, a five star film from 1989, starring uh, isn't Dolph Lundgren in that? Uh not in this version. Is of it Cyborg, Cyborg Two? This is like a cyborg that I didn't even realize was made. This might be the straight-to-DVD cyborg. <laughs> nobody else in the cast all. list a has any other straight Straight-to-DVD cyborg. I know there's a two, but he wasn't in it, right? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of with Dolph. Let, let me go. The, uh, let me scroll around. I love that it's mid-90s and it's straight-to-DVD. Yeah. <laughs> a, that's the really impressive thing. Yeah. Something that I, I learned about you, uh, Daryl, that I didn't uh, know until this Sunday, you mm-hmm. do a lot. You podcast a lot. Well, you, I guess so. Well, don't you? Aren't you? Yeah. Don't guess. It seems yeah. like you got a lot of hats, a lot of, lot of pots on the on the burner. You got the you got the Geeks podcast. You got uh, Retro Movie Geek. Uh, I got... Uh, let me see. I get, yeah, no apologies. I have. Uh, go check yourself. <laughs> Which I love the title of. Uh, it is. It is so strong. <laughs> truly, I know. Um, what was another one? What? Uh, there's a Walking Dead TV podcast that I'm a part of, and a, a DC TV podcast that I'm a part of as well. Jeez, you are a busy man. The hell do you find time for all that? Um, I don't. I don't have children that I claim. <laughs> Good strategy. <laughs> uh, Let us snows. Yeah, yeah, that helps a lot when you don't take care of children. <laughs> you get a lot of stuff done. You, you really can. You get a lot of stuff done. You need to, and you get to take naps. Sometimes. Oh, you son of a bitch! Well, I mean, you could either. This have guy's got it figured out. Until one of you guys. Yeah, go. I mean, you know. So tell me then, because you you would be, you're going to be very very uh, apt to answer this question. Why can't? Why is it that DC TV can mm-hmm. do so well, but DC cinema just can't? Uh, well, I I mean I I like most of them, most of the DC films, but I mean, apologist. I I'm do. sorry. I do. I, know, I had some wine. I, I love them. I love, especially Man of Steel. I love that movie. That was, that was one of my favorite Man, movies. I, Man of Steel is. I would well, argue take, it was pretty damn take good. Your pers- take your personal feelings out of it, though, from a box office standpoint. From a. a, a I guess a societal standpoint, uh, you would be in a minority. 
I guess. I even, I, you know, it, well, I, I guess, even though those movies make a lot of money. I mean, nobody's broke. I don't think any franchise is going broke right now. Doing oh, no, that's movies. true. I don't think anybody's going broke. Uh, it ain't making bill. I mean, it's not hitting the billion dollar mark like uh, like Marvel is, MCU is. But I mean, they don't do them like I. I part of it is I don't. I don't think they try to cater. Like MCU, they cater to a vast audience when they do movies. And sometimes you know they they're very they're very simple a lot of times. Especially like an Ant Man and a and a Doctor Strange and all that kind of stuff. Like they go heavy for the easy plot, you know, and they do the they do the joke stuff, and you know they they don't they don't make it too hard. But what part of a garbage like shoehorn of abomination and the crux of the movie coming down to made for strong plot? Out of my curiosity, shoehorn of abomination. Also, it's a fan title, and I'm calling it Shoehorn of Abomination. That's a good plot. A good it, it is. <laughs> um, I love it. You got to give me which movie. Though. What is, what is the, the only one that they had a terrible version of Abomination? In, uh, Batman vs Superman. Martha and, and Martha. Hey, you hey, know, I, I, isn't isn't Abomination? I'm, isn't I'm sorry. No, Abomination is, is absolutely yep a Hulk villain. I meant Doomsday. I'm a scrub. I was I so go ahead confused, and, but I, I didn't want to correct you. Raise my yeah, hand and I, own up to that one. I am a shit geek for calling that. Daryl was getting ready to say, like, hey, I know I'm a guest here, but, but this guy doesn't imbecile. know his shit. <laughs> this guy <laughs> needs to go trek himself. Yeah, I don't know that <laughs> name. That, I, well, I mean, it wasn't like Doomsday wasn't exactly a. a the greatest characters when it was done in the comics. I mean, I don't know what wasn't really that much. He killed Superman. That was like that was one of the like ultimate Superman stories. That's one of Rob's favorite things that's ever happened in the comic book. Yeah, because he hates that fucking Superman guy. Best thing that's ever happened to Superman. He died. I read them and I I read them. I had the head the the armband and the whole thing in the books and the I was gonna go to college off those books. I remember that. But I mean, but his basic deal was, yeah, to just kill. He basically was the Hulk with no mind, really. Let's, let's see what he was. Well, that doesn't make that doesn't make the plot of Batman versus Superman any more complex. I didn't think it was. No, I didn't think it was really complex at all. I, I, I didn't have an issue with it like that. I think the only, I mean, the Martha stuff, the Martha in one scene thing. I mean, that could be the the only problematic thing I had. They didn't need to put in it. But other than that, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate it. It probably should have been two movies, and they could have had the Superman one, the Superman movie, and then add the Batman movie, and they could connect and then do the, and then they can get into the next. But what's do you what's... think they were just panicking with what they saw the MCU doing and felt like they just had to kind of combine their their draws there oh yeah well looking back and reading the the what they were saying is they were and they were trying to get it done quickly to get to the uh justice league movie so they instead of doing the two movies which it was originally supposed to be they uh you know whoever is in charge decided so they to, fast-tracked uh, <laughs> 
they fast track Batman versus Superman so that they could even worse fast track Justice League? Well, yeah. On top of nobody knew that that dudes. I mean, Justice League got hit with a lot of stuff. Nobody knew that that dudes. You know, the stuff with his daughter. You don't usually yeah. lose a director in the middle no, of right. a, of a movie, especially a movie where everyone now in a mega. Everyone who you have is signed to something else now, so you have to get stuff done in a certain amount of time. There's no, we can pause and push it back like we used to back in the day. Now everybody's got, you well, know, two or three franchises. They're part otherwise, of you get what uh, I understand. Hmm. Warner Brothers was actually in the process of firing Zack Snyder by the time that the stuff had come up with his daughter. Like they were, uh, they were already like showing him the way out by the time that. No, Justice League would have been. Well, I know the back. I mean, I know some people that behind the scenes that are a part of the DC stuff. Um, he was going to leave. It was, he would probably be gone after Justice League. After Justice League, that is when they would move on to the to another director. Like you, no one was supposed to stay forever. It was supposed to be you get to Justice League and then. Um, because there's a whole story thing with, with Superman. It was a whole transition with the character, right? He, he right. was supposed to come out. He he was a darker, going through a darker story in the beginning, and then he was going to come out of it. You know, he got killed with Doomsday, and then he comes back to life. He was supposed to come back to life in Justice League and kind of come out of it reborn and rejuvenated and... um and then they, of course, build the Justice League from there. Um, and then other directors were supposed to come in and, and do the other, you know, whatever movie well, yeah. they do after. That was always supposed to be the case. But then... But it sounded like mm-hmm. Greg Silverman, the president of Warner Brothers, wanted to fire him, like, prior to the completion of Justice League. Well, they weren't going to take him off the movie. That wasn't the plan. They were just going to finish it, and then he'd be gone. Firing's mm-hmm. a weird word for everybody to be using for that. I know, because it was already... The deal was they already wanted it. Once they wanted him out, because it was just too much... It was too, it was just too much with his name. Every time his name came out, everybody would be angry, right? You, it's just too much. There was too much of a controversy every time he was a part of the films, which made it harder to do the films. No matter what he does now, it's always going to be some kind of controversy it's just like it's a michael bay thing right every time you you hear michael bay uh, you immediately think explosions and shitty movies and it's gonna (laughs) have you're gonna have that you're gonna have that label so they were gonna move him out anyway but then the stuff with you know the the tragedy with his daughter and daughter yeah and then that kind of pushed stuff back and then they were usually you push it back and hold it but then they were like you gotta you gotta keep it going and then they uh I think they allowed him to bow out to say, I'll, you know, maybe I won't finish it and we'll have someone else come in to finish it. As opposed to, you know, I don't think either side was happy by then. I think he kind yeah. of knew well, that they wanted him out. It was just too much going on. And going on right. So they wanted to move and they, uh, you know, it was all, they knew that they were moving in another direction after Jeff Fleet. They knew that. Right. So they poached Josh Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> and it got, classic yeah and they got <laughs> Josh Whedon uh, to do it well J.J. Abrams wasn't available right Lens yeah. flare yeah he was busy he was busy <laughs> he was yeah. yeah he was busy perfecting that lens flare for sure <laughs> so I know you're a, I know you're a big Batman guy yeah 
And so I, I, uh, I'll need you to lay out your uh, worst to best Batmans, on-screen Batmans. We're including Adam West and Kevin Conroy. Oh, wow. You go to cartoon, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that changes everything. Usually I always try to Doesn't go it? favorite live action uh, Batman to, you know, I usually try to do that thing. Um, We're also including Lego Batman. <laughs> I don't ride with the Legos. Uh, no? Uh, no, I'm not into the Lego thing. I was never a Adam West guy. I just watched it because that was all we had. But I never <laughs> was an Adam West guy. Water from a rock. I was a dude because I was a dude reading Batman before that. And I'm like, uh, uh, Batman don't drink no milk. And he <laughs> <laughs> <You> don't, <laughs> you know, he's not doing up that Watusi. I don't know what this is. But this is crazy. This is not my Batman. Um, yeah, so I wasn't my thing when I was a kid. My Batman uh, comics had, you know, it had um, killers in it and, you know, like real gangsters and issues I read and, and real serial killers. I mean, Zaz and all that kind of stuff with a guy mm-hmm. that, that was, he would kill people and then mark it on his body. I mean, that's what he was. He was a straight up serial killer. That's the stuff I was used to. Uh, shark spray is pretty tame after that. Yeah, yeah. Shark spray was like that was a that was a shock. That was a that was a culture shock for me to see that. So, um, I yeah, Kevin Carr would be up there though because I mean, Batman animated was doing incredible. That was I love that cartoon. Um, hmm. So I guess worst would have to be Adam West is my worst. And then it would uh, Adam West. Then I guess uh, what's that dude from Batman Forever? Um, no, it would Clooney. Adam West. It'd be Clooney. Then it would be. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Batman '89 either. Keaton down at the bottom, huh? Keaton is not a. I mean, he's not a bad. Bruce Wayne, but he really wasn't too much of a Batman. I mean, it was wasn't really he wasn't in it that much to me. It's more of a Joker's ride than anything else. He just got up and looked around and stared at people <laughs> a lot and <laughs> spoke in a gruff voice. Yeah, he just he did the awkward pauses. He would do that a lot. Awkward, you know, like I'm thinking of deep things, but I won't say it. Um, then he, I mean, he gets a plus. He had sex with Kim Basinger. That's that's a plus. Uh, but Alfred letting him into the, letting her into the Batcave. That's supposed rookie to mis- these, rookie that's mistake. Worst. He's a reporter. That's the last person you'd want <laughs> to know a secret is a reporter. I mean, you know. What was she? Her character was she Vicky Vale? Yeah, she was Vicky Vale. That was somebody he never fell in love with. Vicky Vale in the comics was a, was a character that he would pretty much use for sex. Straight up, he would just use her for sex. I mean, you know, to the point where she got mad because he would always break dates and stuff with her because he'd go off doing Batman things. <laughs> and she'd get pissed. She used to get pissed. 
Um, and she basically said, what are we going to do? What are we doing here? She basically had that. How, how do you see us in five years? That thing that every man is in fear of before they get married. Do you see us in five years? Both of us will be in bat masks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, you know what? I put Keaton above um, Pure Genius Dude. What's the guy's name that did... Um, that was Val Patty. Kilmer. Val Kilmer. I put him. Mm-hmm. I'll put him above uh, Val Kilmer, and then Keaton, and then anybody else good that I could put. Well, well, there's Bale and Affleck left, and Conroy, and Conroy, and Conroy. Yeah, that's that's kind Um, I mean, Conroy was the I. Damn, Conroy got to play it longer, so I guess. It, it's hard. Like he he played it much more than all the others. I love the Nolan movies, though. I do. I really love those Nolan movies. Um, even the weird third one with the knee problems. <laughs> um, so I would go. I guess it would have to be Bale. I do enjoy. But I do enjoy Affleck. He's 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 that I don't give a I don't give a shit Batman. Um I mean that warehouse scene alone, I love that when he just moaned all those bad guys. It was great. Solid. Very solid. I love that. I love that. Um so but he hasn't had like a like a bunch of Batman, just Batman movies yet. Um if he'll ever. Uh, so it would be like Affleck, I then Bale, then Kevin Conroy. There you go. Done. Strong list. Yeah, it's a rough list. I had to really think about it when you throw in cartoons. That's, that's a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of mm-hmm. stories. A lot of good Quite a ones. few. Yeah. A lot of good ones. And Conroy was pit up against Hamill's Joker. That's that's. I mean, for yeah. me, that's always going to yeah. into Batman. So true. Hamill was so just true. such a powerful Joker, and he Conroy did a great job to is my to favorite pair against it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that was such a like he did such a great job. Um, Has I anyone mean, seen I, Batman Ninja yet? No, the anime. No. I, I want yeah. to. It it looks awesome, but it does. I will have to cover it. I mean, we will have to cover it for the. Is that a thing? Yeah. Podcast. Oh, I'm I'll do. Hmm? Sure that it is. Let me go ahead and double check with the internet to see if I'm. I, I remember seeing the trailer or whatever, but I don't think it's out yet. Not out yet. Not out out yet. yet. 2018. Uh, the 24th of April is when it will be released. Right. Excellent. The last one. The last one so far was the. Uh, the one that was based on Gotham by Gaslight. That was the last movie they put out so far. Have you seen that per chance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how, how is that? I, I haven't had a chance to, so I, I, but I have been curious about it. There, there are good things about it. I, I, it's more good than bad, but they did really change the, they changed the, I mean, they changed a lot of it. I mean, they changed a lot of it mm-hmm. from the comic. They even changed right. the villain in it. Like it's a surprise villain and not a villain okay. that I've ever. It's someone in the Bat 
universe that they've never used as a villain before. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But it was I mean, good. Did it hold water at least? Was it a, like a solid no, it twist? Was a solid, it, it, it was solid. I mean, it just was weird to see that. But everything else, like it it was almost like they were building up a uh, a pilot, you know, for future movies, the, the way they did it. It had a lot more Selena Kyle in it than in the comic, because in the comic, there was no Selena Kyle in it. It was mostly just Batman and a few other characters. But they put a lot of the... Uh, uh, the Batman universe in the cartoon. Uh, All right. Yeah, so they had the Robins in there. Um, they had, uh, yeah, they had the Robins. They had one of the other villains that I can't think of right now. He was the um, the doctor who is, he looked like, he was a bald doctor. He kind of looked like Savannah from the Captain Marvel uh, universe, but he looks like Savannah. But he was—he had such a thing about for Batman, like he's such a weird obsession with Batman. He was like Kyle. Are you talking about that uh, that psychologist yeah, or whatever? Yeah, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. Yes, he was That's in it. He was in it. That's the one. Um, and then there was uh, a couple of other uh, people they threw in there from the from the comics, but I was surprised. Uh, just because I've got this pulled up right now, and I feel like this is something that desperately needs to be discussed. Um, if you had to pick a, a English voice actor for the Joker in this um, Batman Ninja anime, who would be your go-to voice actor, and who who do you think is going to be playing this guy? Mm. I, I'm I'm dying right now. I'm, I'm stifling as much laughter as I can. Being wonderful <laughs> British British actor. Uh, who do you have the answer? Oh yeah, no, I have the answer sitting right here in front. I'm I'm ready for this. If you guys all want to shoot for it, go for it. (laughs) Is it John Oliver? Stephen Fry? No. (laughs) Good calls on both, though. I like Hugh Hugh Grant. Mm, No, Nick got one. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What? Yeah, classic. Hugh Hugh Laurie. Uh, are, we, are we playing Hughes? Uh, close. Uh, the answer is Buster Bluth. Tony Hale is playing the voice of <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> Batman and wow. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Who the f- <laughs> I'm a monster! Wow. <laughs> like, I'm intrigued to see how that'll play out, but that is not even in my top 50 choices. I don't even know. I'm, I have an, ar- 50 I'm an army now, mother. It was a loose seal. <laughs> <laughs> the gorillas for sand racing. <laughs> not who I would have picked. Yeah, not, not even a little bit. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm intrigued to see how it'll play out. But I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> but man. So now that that's been discussed. He has just the right amount of no sanity in his voice. Pretty much. Oh, man. That dude. Wow. Right, like, I, I don't know. I'm still kind of just floored by it. I mean, he does play, he's almost the Joker in Veep. I mean, he's obsessed. <laughs> with, uh... He is right? tremendous in Veep. <laughs> is it? Yeah. He? He's like he just—he's all—he's so close to the edge of Veep all the time. He's like he's almost there. 
he's almost wearing his skin by the by the end of the episode. That's a good way to put it. I like yeah. that. Oh man, Gary Walsh. Never would have thought of it. Good old Walsh. Oh. Uh-huh. So, um, I guess what else has been going on? Uh, well, tell us a little bit about uh, um, your big podcast, your Retro Movie Geek. That's the one. I can I can <laughs> podcast sometimes. I can retrieve facts. I've, I've, I've done words before. Uh, well, uh, we got that Joel guy. Um, and uh, Peter, me and Peter are usually dealing with Joel's abuse as we uh, <laughs> review the, uh, these older movies and we uh, try to figure out what we're going to do. I mean, it is, it is a fun, po- it's, it's a funny podcast that it was one that I listened to first before I ever thought I'd be a part of it. Of it when he was doing uh, Forgotten Flicks and then I'll end up joining that, and then it, and we did retro movie gigs. I think it's a great template. All that stuff's like right in my wheelhouse, you know. Yeah, stuff that's starting to become vintage, which is embarrassing. But uh, that's you're a, a vintage that's a f- guy. That's fine. I, I'm okay with it. That's a fun genre for me. Movies it sure is. Adolescence. It sure is. But, I mean, you know, it it is it is so. There's so many things that come up from childhood from the movies that we pick. I mean, we can pretty much remember what you were doing for the most part yeah there's a certain there's a certain connectiveness to storylines or characters or mostly jokes for me that a lot of them can't can't come with later age so much so (laughs) so much so that's Uh, that's what i enjoy about that show that's fun like i always get a good uh a good flashback chuckle out of something so yeah, it's funny to go back and listen and watch a movie you haven't seen in years, like you thought was a certain kind of film, and then you watch it, and then you and you learn new stuff about it with your adult eye in mind. Steve, that that's where that's where I get derailed, like you said earlier, because I'm, you know, have a, a house full of kids. Like my very rare time to myself, I I I would love to go back and like just pull out like the dvd folder you know mm-hmm. and and just sit back and have a day of that but you know i'm trying to get caught up on the modern things i'm forced to to watch i don't i don't have time to go back to my happy place so i'm kind of jealous yeah and we just we band of the hand movie i have seen yeah. 20 years <laughs> decades right oh it's crazy and then that you know what and like we talked on the show daryl it it oddly holds up. Yeah, it does. I mean, there there are movies that have that have repeated that story over the years, right? It's still a story that we still see. I mean, it's not it's not something where it's just outdated. Well, whenever you do the uh, the Mark DeCoscos hour or whatever, um, <laughs> give, give Ryan and I a call. We're pretty good at uh, at dissecting films I... of the nineties. I'm sure we, I mean, that is a wheelhouse we stay in. I mean, 80s and 90s, we do a lot. So we always go back to that. So I'm sure we'll, we'll do uh, one or one or two or three of those films in that, in that <laughs> slot, I'm sure. Just, just mention <laughs> it. We, we have, 
We have a if people could see the list of movies that we have that we want to do. It's ridiculous. well, chances are I've seen it and can comment because especially <laughs> it's like bootleg martial arts knockoff films. That's, that's what that's what I was raised on. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's what I was raised on. So it's it's always in the wheelhouse. I, and if I didn't like, you don't remember the name, but you you notice you see the actors and you go, wait a minute, I remember that that scene. I don't know where I saw it, but I remember absolutely. That. Before all my heroes got uh, old and weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you look, it's a dangerous thing to go back and and look up those those actors. <laughs> <laughs> you might find some things that just make you sad. <laughs> we forgive a lot on this program, so yeah. I think we We're all have people. To. We all have to. It's that bad. <laughs> When you so go old and crazy. <laughs> yes, and you go old and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they couldn't get work again for years. And they... it's, it's a weird thing. But fun. <laughs> Always fun. Always fun. I think we've lost Ryan. He's He's been banned to the ether. So uh, the way we tend to wrap up this show is we, we talk about uh, – what we've been geeking on this week, uh, which can be literal or figurative, or as Joe pointed out last week, it can be very much just uh, adult minutia geeking. I think he was. True. Were you doing Joe last week? Your checkbook? I uh, yeah yeah no I uh, I changed phone services. That's right. That's right. It's, it's, up, it's up there with ordering new checks. Yeah, the Googler. Yeah, Joe. Joe has paper, got paper checks and uh, switched to a Google phone, so that's cool. Both of those things are true. Uh, But what are you geeking on this week, Joe? I am geeking on the uh, new season of Jessica Jones, which dropped uh, last Thursday. God, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Cage is getting ready to come out here soon, too. Yeah. I'm more excited for that, I think. But it was a good season. I... I, uh, After episode nine, it drags a little bit, but it gets better toward the end again. Uh, cause, uh, I, I hope it's not spoiling anything, but, uh, uh, we get some Kilgrave sightings near the end of the season and it makes Ooh. the payoff very yeah. worthwhile. Well, they had spoiled that anyway themselves. They posted pictures of them in the second season. That's true. You binged out the whole season already this week? Uh, I did. I actually binged it, uh, the day it came out. My wow. boy. Lord. My boy. Wow. I don't have children that even go that fast. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, kid households can suck it. <laughs> I only made it up to five so far. So, but uh, it was good. I really liked, uh, especially the the themes in this season. I thought were particularly well taken care of. Um, and rather than being like, uh, I felt like Daredevil wasn't as good, and obviously uh, Iron Fist is just the place. But uh, this was this was I thought at least as good as the first season overall. Um, yeah, I'll go that far. All right. All right. So maybe uh, if, if the first season was a 10, at worst, this was a 9.5 for me. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, you liked it much better oh, that's, than me. That's, yeah, that's really, yeah, that's high. really strong. Yeah. Emotional. So. 
Yeah, it, it was. And I don't want to talk about that. So, uh, <laughs> Base, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, so, uh, two things, actually. Uh, the first one, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi dropped uh, on DVD and Amazon in the real world today. Uh, which includes all of the deleted scenes and behind the scenes shit. And I ended up like powering through probably two and a half hours of extras before getting on the podcast with you guys. Uh, so that was just really fantastic. Uh, they, they did just an absolutely absurd amount with that film and uh, the deleted scenes. There were a handful of them that I think that it, it was Truly a disservice to the movie, not putting them into the final cut. That sin and phasma scene, I was like, I'm saying, dude, that was fantastic. I I wanted to kick Ryan Jones in the throat. There were a couple of them. Yeah, the uh, Luke, the Luke scene where he like got all sulky and went back to his hut, and then it cuts to Leia. Like that was perfect. That was great. Uh, Just a handful of them. Uh, There was one where uh, Ray was running along the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to to stop these raiders because Luke was trying to teach her a lesson, and as she was running along, if you look closely in the water, you can see the reflection of her, and she's got her lightsaber drawn and activated and shit. But the yeah. reflection is like the lightsaber is like crimson, like blood red, and it's just beautiful. The symbolism there, like fuck you, Ryan Johnson, for cutting that. But well, it's like everything you would have wanted to see. He was like, nah, I don't want that in the movie. I and, and like the like I, the problem is like I really I do like the even like even in the Star Wars pantheon I do like it a lot but there are so many things that they could have just taken and actually ran with that I felt like they didn't they set themselves up for like such a fantastic climax and not that I didn't like the climax but it just felt like there could have been so much more I get into it with Joel because he loved this movie so much, but there's, I mean, Finn alone, it was like, why are they repeating the same beats with Finn? It was like, I would have been, I would have loved to have seen him fucking eat it at the end. He would have been like, people would be erecting golden goddamn statues of John Boyega. Well, he should have, I mean, if you're going to use him, I thought the whole thing would be, he was an ex-stormtrooper that got out, right? So Mm -hmm. he would be a symbol to others because these were children that were indoctrinated into this into the stormtrooper stuff so he would mm-hmm. be someone to break away that would encourage that's how they can get some of the army like mm-hmm. you can have some of the other that's why stormtroopers desert is that he would have some of the other stormtroopers desert them and be like it's lies like i got out like you know like i think if and if they would have showed that phasma scene with it yes, like that could have yes. been incredible like it, building up to that totally how much longer been. would the movie have been if they would included all of these deleted scenes uh, probably three hours, so an, another half hour at least. That okay? That wouldn't have been that bad. No, it already it ended uh, like seven times. Yeah, I mean, it was worse than Return of the King in that regard. Yeah, you could have. I mean, you could have took out some of that stuff in the in the uh, gambling, the Las Vegas planet. Oh yeah, took some of that off. And like, like the here, like the thing is, like it, it it was beautifully done. The set design was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. really cool. And the amount of work that they put into it was just fucking like ungodly. But but it just it just felt so weak because they had like a shit premise to go there and they had a yeah. shit reason to stay and just all sorts of stuff. But anyway, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enough about my love for Star Wars. <laughs> the other thing that I really wanted to talk about was uh, this week, uh, this last week actually, I went with my girlfriend to go see the film Annihilation. 
Ah, yes. And if you guys haven't gotten out to go see this yet, uh, it's Natalie Portman's new movie. It is super, super hard sci-fi. Yeah. It is definitely like a thinking, like a thinking person sci-fi. It's sad. It didn't, didn't. It came out when it did. Yeah, and and man, like I think it's incredible. Like it's up there yeah. with Interstellar, and, and like mm-hmm. I'd even be so blasphemous as to say like 2001: A Space Odyssey in terms of like the hard, like just impressiveness of the sci-fi. It leaves you with a pit in your stomach and just mm-hmm. so many questions to just sit there and like talk about and reflect on and like what the fuck actually happened here right. and and they did fantastic i i really really enjoyed it i think our alex garland did a great job directing it um it, it was just it was spot on so if you guys haven't gotten out to go see annihilation uh, i won't ruin it for you there is a scene with like an undead bear that is absolutely horrifying and nightmare inducing but but I will than, watch it this weekend. I definitely all right. Truly, truly worth it. Like I, yeah. I could not emphasize that nearly enough. The characters are great. The acting is well done, um, and uh, it, the plot has some plot holes, but I, I don't think that they're so um, gaping or, or distracting that they pull you away from the movie. It, it's really, really good. So please, I, I beseech all of you, go see Annihilation so I can talk about it with you guys next week. <laughs> Daryl, you too. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. Definitely. All right. All right. Strong Nick. sell. Good. Nick, what have you been geeking on, my man? Uh, I am, I am continuing my uh, George R. R. Martin reboot geek. So I got about a, a good strong uh, episode and a half of show, and uh, maybe two hours of audiobook and thirty <laughs> minutes of paperback book. Cool. Crammed oh, in nice. the last week. Oh. So that, yeah. Really that's, a, that's a lot for Think you. Think of how much yeah. of uh, Jessica Jones you could have gotten through if you that shit and actually did that. <laughs> if but, if I know, had that kind of time, I would just have... Tomato, that, tomato. That illustrious nap that I've heard so much about. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had enough of the Marvel Netflix. I'll, I'll let you catch me up on it. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm I'm side halfway geeking, um, reverse geeking on the uh, the passing of uh, Stephen Hawking today. I did not. Oh yeah, Yeah. that that caught me by a little bit by surprise, and uh, so some some reflection on uh, on a certain kind of genius and life well lived there. So um, probably a discussion for next week after some reflection, but that was on my radar. And Ryan, uh, who's who's lost in the Matrix, texting in. This is surprising, I guess. He's geeking on. He bought the DVD and CD box set of, uh, I guess it's Maroon 5, live from Biloxi from 2008. So he's really been uh, really grinding on some Maroon 5. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm, we I'm just happy, do I'm it happy, in the hood all the I'm, time. I'm happy for him. That's <laughs> outside his wheelhouse, but it sounds like he's invested. So he sends his wishes. Really getting out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, he sends hugs and kisses and wishes he could be here. So, uh, Daryl, what about you? Um, well, some of everything. You kind of named some of it. I, I started watching Jessica Jones like yesterday. Like, I'm up to episode five of that. Um, and I've been reading the comic at the same time, uh, where it's, they're ending the the book. Mm. Um, I enjoy the comic a little bit more than the TV show so far. But I have I, no problem imagining that's true. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I like the actors in it. It's this little. I just wish that they had had more cases with Jessica Jones. Like I, the comic had so many cases that she had to to solve, and they kind of were like Marvel version, you know, Marvel characters, but they're side stories. Like you know, they have little things mm-hmm. that she's investigating. So I, they don't they get away from that totally for the TV show. But I, I would have hoped that they did a little bit more of that. Um, and then I did watch rewatch the last jedi as well so i did nice. do that um and then i did you know i caught up on a lot of star trek i was i was watching i geeked at watched a lot of the worst we did an episode recently where we we picked the worst episode of each incarnation of star trek and and one of them was to eden where they had space hippies oh, which yeah. was uh funny and we have uh one of our hosts um well both of them uh, worked for uh they worked for star trek so my friend uh jk he's actually does designs and stuff for star trek um that they wow. use uh for the you know the shows and games and all that kind of stuff so he he does that and he also does comics too he does star trek comics as well um and she holly amos she actually worked for cbs for a while and she did the archives and stuff so when they, you know, were putting together some of the old episodes of, of all the shows, she was part of, you know, um, she had to research like costumes and stuff, put that together and 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 uh, all that kind of fun stuff. So she knows like she's the Trek expert of all of it. Like she she has all these little things and she knows space. The the Eden one traveled to Eden was supposed to originally have been um, you would have met. Bones' daughter on that episode. That was the original oh, uh, story, but then for whatever reason, they they switched it out and changed it to Chekhov's ex-girlfriend um, that he stalks throughout the episode. Strange choice. I, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> well played. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was the deal. <laughs> every and it was so funny to see like every episode. Every season of every show had had a had a stinker. I mean, they had what uh, Planet Wakanda they were trying to do for uh, TNG. Oh, where it was yep. a planet. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was literally a black planet. And uh, the, the beginning of the episode had when they beam on the Enterprise. They have beaming technology, but they beam on the Enterprise with sticks. And they're in. Uh, they're not. It doesn't even look like African garb. It just looks like they're in whatever they thought was guard it was african-like guard that they had lying <laughs> oh, around my goodness so it's like four guys in sticks and they beam in a red rug to throw out for royalty and the rug just beams on and rolls out and then i know exactly what episodes you're talking yeah, about oh, my God. <laughs> oh and in real life the the actress that plays deanna troy was so angry about that episode, she didn't want to do it. That you could see her disdain on her face in that first scene. I don't think she realized that they were filming her, so you could see the anger on her face of of, of that first part. Like it's little things you catch, right? I, I, like I remember watching it years ago. I was a kid, but to to rewatch it again, it was just so funny. And then like having Black Panther come out, and then you get this, and it was like. Wow, that was their woke episode. 
really tried to 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 do. That was their woke episode. So it was so funny to go back and like make fun of that entire episode. But yeah, so I did that, and I also um, I read comics as well. So there was a comic that I uh, was put on to call Infidel, where it's actually a horror. It's a horror genre, but set in um, it. It's set over in. Um, in a uh, Palestinian uh, kind of apartment, you know. Oh wow! Okay. And so it's and and it's funny because you see, all, I've watched like horror movies that are set in other countries, and each one is so different. Like you know, their version of horror is so different. So it's just an amazing um, comic that they have uh, set up. So I'm really getting into that. I just got into that today. Like I saw it on Twitter, somebody I know, like an artist I know on Twitter had posted about it. It was a good book and I saw that premise and I was like, I have to read it. Um, so I, I definitely, you know, downloaded that, bought it and downloaded it. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of what I've been oh, wow. digging on. I just, uh, I was I was Googling it while you were mm-hmm. talking. Uh, it actually just came out yeah, today. Yeah, it just came out today. It, it that's amazing. made me jump on it. It was, it was pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, that and I've been reading another comic called Incognito, where it was basically a uh, detective story set in the '60s, and uh, African American has to pretend to be white to move in these circles to get to solve a crime. That's really interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, I think they might be doing a movie out of that. I think, if I'm not mistaken, but <laughs> it's uh, that one's out too, and it's uh, first issue came out a couple of weeks ago. Issue two should be coming out soon, and that that's an interesting one as well. And I'm digging. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. For sure. For sure. Well, it seems like we lost Nick oh. <laughs> as well. It has been a night. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. So, well, thank you so much for being on the show with us, Daryl. Uh, can you tell our listeners where they can find all the things that you do? Um, well, you can, uh, find me on, uh, on Twitter at the voice one, two, three. I have a, uh, a feed, uh, Taylor network feed on iTunes and Google play and stitch radio where it has all of the, uh, the podcasts that are on under the, the Taylor network. Um, so you can get a bunch of, you can check out a bunch of them and see which ones you like. Cause I'm not, I'm not on all the shows that are on the network. I'm only on some. <laughs> uh, and again, I mentioned you know Retro Movie Geek, of course. Uh, uh, I love that show. You know, I'm on it. You know, even with Joel being on it, I still love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> get a kick out of that one. Uh, and again, also Walking Dead TV podcast. We we uh, we we do that weekly, um, so you can we catch you up on all the Walking Dead. Uh, you know, the episodes and all that kind of stuff and news and all that fun stuff. So that's a fun podcast to do as well as, and the DC TV podcast. So you can catch up on all that stuff from there. All Fantastic. Right. Well, thanks for being on with us tonight. I had a good time. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Excellent. Always a pleasure. I hope you come back uh, soon. Just invite me. Like I said, I have no children. So I all right. <laughs> so any time, my man. <laughs> Take it easy. Thanks for hopping on. All right. All right. And with that, everybody, deuces. Bye.
next week on GeekCast Live. Live. Next week. Would you like some sort of booster seat? <laughs> oh shit. Anyway. Check this.